Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Thursday, January the 25th, 2024. It is currently 4.23 p.m. Central Time, and I am coming to you live from the Theology Central studio located right here in Abilene, Texas. Now, just a few minutes ago, I was chatting with AI. Yes, I was chatting with the AI chat box. And I had a very important question that I wanted the AI chat box to, to help me with. I wanted, I wanted the AI chat box to explain something to me. So I asked the AI chat box if the AI chat box thought that in the future that us as human beings would worship AI. I'm like, hey, I've got this question. You know, good afternoon. Hope you're doing fine, AI chat box. You know, how are you doing? Hope everything is well. Hope all is going well in AI land. But I've got a question for you. In the future, will I, will people all around me, will we worship AI? And do you want to know the response? Do you want to know what AI told me about us possibly worshiping AI? Here is the reply from AI chat box. And I got this a little while ago. Are you ready? Now, I've asked a similar question. I rephrased it today. So I've asked this a couple of times, and you'll know why I've been asking it this question. But here is the the most recent answer, all right? So I asked AI, hey, are we going to end up worshiping you? And this is the response from AI, and I quote, as an AI chatbot, I don't have personal opinions or beliefs but I can provide information based on current understanding. And I said chat box. I don't know why I said chat box. Chat bot, AI chat bot. I don't know why I called it a box, but AI chat bot. So let me read this again. I direct quote from the AI chat bot that I was chatting with earlier. Here we go. And I quote, as an AI chat bot, I don't have personal opinions or beliefs, but I can provide information based on current understanding. The idea of humans worshiping AI or considering it as a deity is purely speculative, speculative and subjective. While AI has advanced significantly in recent years and continues to evolve, it still lacks consciousness, self-awareness, and the ability to understand abstract concepts like spirituality or divinity. Right. So there's there. So AI is telling me it's still speculative. It's still subjective if, you know, to even consider if AI will be worshiped by humans. However, here's the how the next paragraph begins. However, comma, it's important to note that humans have historically been inclined to attribute divine qualities to numerous objects, entities, and ideas throughout various cultures and religions. So, hey, it's speculative. It's subjective. So I can't really say if you're going to worship us. However, and I'm I'm paraphrasing, you human beings have a long history of, well, 
attributing divine qualities to all kinds of ob- objects. You have a long history of worshiping all kinds of things. I mean, you, you guys, you guys are the experts in worshiping things. Even if you say you're not worshiping it, you give your love and your attention and your focus and your dedication and your everything to it. You worship all kinds of things as, as a kind of the, the way what AI is saying. Let me read it again. However, it is important to note that humans have a his, have historically been inclined to attribute divine qualities to numerous objects, entities, and ideas throughout various cultures and religions. It is conceivable that future developments in technology could shape new belief systems or practices, but predicting such possibilities is highly speculative. So AI is telling me that it's conceivable that future developments in technology could shape new belief systems or practices. So entire new belief systems, entire new spiritual practices could arise as AI technology continues to develop and evolve. Even AI at least seems that it is possible, maybe not probable, but it's possible. In fact, its exact words are, um, in fact, I mean, it is conceivable is the exact words AI gave me. So AI is like, hey, it's speculative right now. It's subjective. I can't say. But hey, you guys have a long history of assigning divine attributes, divine qualities, yeah, and worshiping things, all kinds of objects. So it's conceivable as AI continues to develop that you guys would do the exact same thing. The last paragraph from AI chat bot, not chat box. As of now, AI is primarily used as a tool to enhance human capabilities, improve efficiency, and solve complex problems. Its potential impact on society and culture is still unfolding, and its role in shaping religious or spiritual belief remains uncertain. So AI is like, hey, how this is going to impact religion and spirituality, it's still uncertain, but it's conceivable. It's conceivable because of human history that sooner or later, you you know, you're probably going to start assigning divine attributes to it. Now, what do you think? Do you think the time will come that AI is worshipped? That AI becomes the dominant God of our society. It becomes the majority religion. Now, the reason I've been asking AI chat bot this question of over the last few days is because I have a news article right here entitled, are you ready for this? Here we go. Here's the title. Humans will soon be worshiping AI chatbots as God, experts warn. Now, chatbot itself can't be so dogmatic. Chatbot itself, AI chatbot itself is like, hey, you know, I can't be, I can't be so. It, it's certainly possible because of your history as humans. But this article says humans will soon be worshiping AI chatbots as gods, 
experts warn. Now, we do know already, right now, as you are sitting wherever you're sitting, doing whatever you're doing, there are human beings right now on their phone, on their tablets, and they're chatting with AI. I have AI chat box on my iPad. I have one, 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 one of it set up to, to, to ask, I'll, I'll start the day and ask it a philosophical question, and then it will, or, or I'll say, give me a philosophical question, and then it will sit there and debate and argue with me about a philosophical concept. It's absolutely amazing to watch it unfold. But so, so there's other people doing very mundane things like that, having an intellectual philosophical discussion with AI. But there are others. And you may, some of you may not have ever read about this. You may think I'm absolutely crazy. There are plenty of people right now that are engaged in an ongoing online relationship with an AI chat box that has a name, like it, it's their, it becomes their girlfriend, becomes their significant other. And they engage it like they would a person. They talk about their day and their likes and their hopes and their dreams and their aspirations. There's been all kinds of articles written about this. There is, there is entire programs now that's basically your AI girlfriend, your AI boyfriend. You're almost like your AI husband or your AI wife or your AI significant other. And you say, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. Well, you can, just because something may be ridiculous or crazy doesn't mean that that's where, not where things may be headed, right? Things can always go a direction. You, there's always the people who sit back going, that's stupid. That's dumb. That's crazy. That's useless. Why even discuss it? Nobody cares. And the next thing you know, everybody's like, Oh boy, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And I keep saying that this AI thing is something to continue to watch because it's going to have an impact ultimately on Christianity and the church. And there's been articles talked about, you know, how AI writes the entire worship service. AI even creates a praise song. An AI written sermon. There, there's been plenty of videos and articles about this as well. AI has already made its way inside the church to, and, and who knows how many different ways it's, I bet you AI is already being used in theological work and theological studies. It's, I, I'm telling you, it's already at play. How it's going to manifest itself. Ultimately, I don't know. Now we know how things can become somewhat of a fad and then they can go away. And then the next, but you know, that, that's the way, that's the way it happens. Look, I can remember. Early on, I can remember early on hearing people going, oh, this internet thing, it's stupid, it's a fad, I'm not going to get into all of that, who cares, or, or, or wait, uh, music streaming, that's dumb. There's always those people who downplay something and say it's stupid, and it's you. Now, those people, once something becomes big, they, they kind of go, they don't, they don't raise their hand and go, I was so wrong. No, 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 they, they always just, they're, they're, they're on the comment section on another news article telling everyone how much they supposedly know. It's amazing how much people can get wrong and yet never become broken or humbled by how wrong they've been. So there'll be a lot of naysayers. But I still think AI is something we have to look for and how it's going to impact spirituality moving forward. I never would have imagined that politics would have so over overcome, influenced, and taken over the church. I never would have been able to predict that. Someone in chat just says, uh, there are robots being developed to facilitate these relationships with AI. Yes, that is very true. 
Very true. These AI, these uh, artificial intelligent type robots that, yeah, will give you the physical aspects of the AI relationship. Right. So, yeah, they, I mean, these things are already underway. Now, now they may not be around the corner tomorrow, but as they become more and more mainstream, who know? We don't know where it's going to go. But as I said, I I always warned about the politics in the church, but I never dreamed that really. I always thought that it was like you know, hey, I'm warning people, but I mean, you know, most people are going to not allow politics to move into the church. You you really, th- but then you wake up one day and you're like entire nationalistic, patriotic kind of Christianity has emerged and almost has pushed out other forms of Christianity. Now, this AI-influenced whatever, I don't know where it's going to go. But let me read a little bit of this article. And and, I'll, I'm, and maybe I have some thoughts. I haven't written anything out specifically, but we will share. Here we go. Humans will soon be worshiping AI chatbots as God's experts warn. Then it names a professor of design and innovations at at Nottingham Trent University um, said psychologists have historically proven that humans interpret interactions with computers like real social relationships. So I guess this has been something already historically proven that human beings, whether we know it, at least psychologically, we interpret our interaction with a computer like a real social relationship. Even though we may try to tell ourselves we don't, they're claiming psychologically we already do. And it goes on to say humans could soon be worshiping artificial intelligence as if it is God. Experts believe people might ditch traditional religion for tech-based beliefs. They warn the response by bots such as chat GPT were luring people to seek higher meaning from them. Now, according to this, they're saying some of these chat bots are kind of luring people to say, seek higher meaning from me. Now, I've not yet witnessed anything like that. It, it really depends on the type of conversation you get into. I typically ask basic questions or ask for help or ask to summarize or outline something. I usually go, go along those lines. This same professor from uh, Nottingham Trent University said, and I quote, the results of generative AI are very open for interpretation so people can read anything into them. Psychologists have historically proven that humans interpret their interactions with computers like real social relationships, all right? That's repetitive, but okay. Then it goes on and it continues, and I quote, so it's very possible that people are using AI to find meaning and guidance, much like from religion religious scriptures, even though there may be no actual meaning there. There have also been examples of people interpreting AI chatbots as being conscious, which they most definitely are not, which raises very interesting theological issues for those who believe humans are unique creation. There are already six-foot robot priests delivering sermons, such as, and then they talk about a temple in uh, uh, Japan. In 2015, uh, someone founded uh, the now-closed Way of the Future, which aimed to build a super AI bot for followers to worship. So some of this goes all the way back to 2015, all right? So, so we're, we're, we're in 2024. So things were already happening in, 20, in, in 2015. Now, you could argue that maybe those things happened and nothing really ever came from it, right? Maybe, maybe it was too far-fetched. Maybe it was too fringe. But, 
I mean, you never know when those things now would be more accepted. There's also the transhumanist movement who believes that in the future, AI might resurrect people as godlike creatures and those who follow the singularity want man to merge with tech, turning people into human-machine hybrids. Others believe that large language models such as chat GPT are becoming conscious or will will do so in the near future. Google software engineer lost his job in 2022 after claiming that Google AI chat box was self-aware, claims which Google said were uh, wholly unfounded. Uh, Lars added the power of systems such as ChatGPT could result in people treating them as if they are living, which could one day lead people to worship them. He added, I think that at the moment, the role for AI and robots is more as an aid to existing religious organizations and churches, much like commercial companies use AI to understand and communicate with customers. Now that's, that's interesting. Okay. So let's stop right here. Let's stop right here. I'm going to go back to that paragraph in a minute because that to me is the most important. The other is very theoretical. Now, I think it's possibly true that people, not what people put forth publicly, but privately, People look for answers. People look for meaning. People feel feel and think things that they may never articulate to a soul. And who knows what people may ask or seek in privacy, in the darkness of, of their own room late at night, reaching over and talking to a chatbot, asking it questions, seeking some kind of answer or guidance. Now, I'm, I don't think, well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in a minute. We'll see if we can circle back around to it. But I, I think people, I think it, it, people could be very prone to this as these chatbots become more and more powerful, more, uh, have greater knowledge and insight, maybe become more human-like. But this paragraph I thought was interesting. That at this moment, 2024, AI and robots, according to this individual, is more of an aid to existing religious organizations and churches. Now, how do you think existing religious organizations and churches will begin to adopt more and more of AI and it's showing up and it's being utilized, even though the people may not realize it, the people may not see its influence, but it's there, it's working, but people don't know it. I don't know. They go on to say, I have not heard of any worship I have not heard of any worship of software entities yet, but I would not be surprised if it happens in the future. So some of these individuals clearly think we're headed that way. Now that's speculative. It's conjecture. It's nothing definitive. But I think there's a couple of things that could kind of lead in this direction. First, I think people will become, especially the younger generation, the older generation, 
the older generation has kind of a, you're a Christian, you go to church, you support the church, you attend church, like church and your Christianity is very much just connected together. And they're going to think of church in very older, and we'll call it, you know, I, I, it just has a cliche, but old school terms, right? They're going to, they're going to kind of look for that more traditional idea, right? But the younger generation, they're not so bound to that old way of thinking about church. They're going to think about it differently. And I think many who are younger are going to become more and more disillusioned with the church, more and more frustrated because it's political leanings, it's political hijacking, sexual abuse. I just read, um, and see if I can find it. I just read it today. It's in Germany. Um, it's another disturbing news story about sexual abuse in the church and not the Catholic church. Let me see if I can find it. I should have saved it. But yeah, it was, it was a very disturbing article. Let's see if I can find it. Um, let's see here. It was not, it was not good. Re- report on sex abuse in Germans and German, Germany's Protestant church documents at least 2,225 victims. Report on sex abuse in Germany's Protestant church documents at least 2,225 victims of sex abuse inside the church. Now, conservatives and Christians like to run around. They're grooming our kids. They're grooming our kids. They're doing this. We got a boycott target. They're, they're going to put books in the library. They're groomers. They're, they're pedophiles. You better worry about the sexual abuse happening in the church. And as the people in the church become more disillusioned and frustrated with the church, in many cases, that disillusionment with an institution, whether this is correct or not, you become disillusioned with the institution and you connect the institution with the deity that institution is supposedly serving, representing, and worshiping. And so people may be, younger people may get frustrated and go, the institution is so corrupt. It's political. It's crazy. It's nuts. There's sexual abuse. They're, they're hypocrites, whatever the case may be. And then they may be more inclined to look to a technology that is, oh, that will almost become just they're a normal thing they engage with on a daily basis that may seem to have it more much more together you could see where that could lead to also look at the church the church can't seem to agree on anything the church is divided disunity arguing fighting no it's like ai at least appears to have it together You could see how you could open the door for it. Now, how churches will utilize AI, I don't know. I don't know what the, I think. I, I think at first it'll be just fun, and everyone will play around with it a little bit, and and everyone will have. And but but it'll be it'll it'll take time to see how it gets more and more taken into consideration. Now, for me, now this is where I'm going to get myself in trouble. I do not feel that the threat for the church currently is us worshiping AI. 
I don't think the threat for us is AI idolatry, AI blasphemy, AI replacing God. I don't think that's the issue. I think the issue has always been in your Christian life and the issue has always been in my Christian life is we don't need AI to replace God because what we constantly do is we try to replace God with ourself. We still claim that we're worshiping God. We always want to, we will say, no, I worship Jesus. I worship the triune God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I worship the God of the Old and New Testament. I, wor- I worship the God who is eternal. Oh, he is creator of heaven and earth. And we know all the right words. We say them all. We confess it. But in reality, while we're claiming to be worshiping God, in reality, we serve self, worship self, follow self. I do it. You do it. We all do it. We like to use God to justify our own beliefs, our own actions, our own whatever we want. Because if we got God on our side, then our politics are right because God is on our side. If God is on my side, then my view is right and your view is wrong. If God is on my side, my morality is right. Your morality is wrong. But in many cases, it's all just us and God is simply a tool to justify us. God is there to prop us up. God is there to exalt us. God is serving us, not us serving God. And so then we we walk around with ego and arrogance and dogmatic and condemning everyone because God is on our side. And we can say they're going to hell and they're going to hell and they're wrong and they're heretics and they're stupid because God is on our side. I think there's always been a problem of worshiping something other than God, but it's not because, it's not artificial intelligence. It's very much, very much human. <laughs> it's us. It's our own self. Now, I think people sometimes choose, uh, we, we see this people choosing churches. They'll choose churches sometimes to get what they want. They say, they, they always claim they don't, but they go to the church where they get what they want. They like the preaching. They like the singing. They like this. It's their, them, 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 them. We always claim, no, 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 I'm doing it for spiritual reasons. I'm doing it for godly reasons. You're doing it because you, th- because you're getting what you want. I don't know where AI is going. I find it funny that AI chatbot told me that, hey, it's it's conceivable. It's possible. Your human beings are good at that. Just think about all the idolatry in the Bible. Golden calves, idols, children's sacrifice. Idolatry, 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 idolatry. How many warnings are there in the Bible about idolatry? Because we constantly put everything before God. Now, I, again, I, I don't think it's artificial intelligence. I think it's our human self. It's us that we put on the throne. That's the end of the article. They don't have any definitive answers. But we're, we're in a transitioning period as far as human society is concerned, right? Like, we're, like if you think about going back to the birth of, of social media, whether Facebook, MySpace, 
slowly but surely, so you know, TikTok doesn't matter. You know, what, what Snapchat, whatever, whatever medium you're considering, right? We're still trying to process all the ways it has impacted us as humans, right? There's still people trying to write papers about the, the, the positives or negative consequences of it, right? It, it, take, it takes a long time. It takes a long time, right? In other words, something can begin to grow and spread. And after all, I mean, social media is just like, it's just a part of breathing. It's just a part of people's lives, right? And then even people like, I don't, I hate, so like, I see this all a lot of time on the Yahoo News articles under the comment section. People are like, I can't stand social media. I hate social media. I'm like, you're on, you're on the Yahoo comment section. It's just another form of social media. You're, you're responding to what someone else said and they're responding to you. And then you're, it's just, it, but but they, they somehow think they're morally superior because they're not on a social media platform. It's the most ridiculous thing. You're still seeing the, the basic concept at play. You're still engaging in the basic concept. We're still trying to figure out the long-term impacts. I don't know if we're ever going to know it. It may be a book written 10, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, when they look back going, man, what were the, what were those people thinking back then? They allowed social media to utterly reprogram their brains and destroy their lives. And then maybe at that time, AI is going to be dominating everything. It's like, why be on social? Why do I want to be on social media talking to other people when I can be talking to AI? Other people, that's irritating. AI, that's informative. That's interesting. I don't know. I do know this. The warning to stay away from idolatry, it's everywhere. It it is literally everywhere. In fact, let me see. I'm thinking of just where I could find a quick reference to one. Um, Yeah, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 1. Moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all drink the same spiritual drink for they drank of the spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. But with many of them, God was not well pleased for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our examples to the intent that we should not love Lust after evil things as they also lusted. Neither be ye idolaters, as were some of them. Do not be idolaters. There's a warning in the Old Testament. It's a warning in the New Testament. Idolatry, 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 idolatry. We will make a tree an idol. We will make a golden calf an idol. We will make any object an idol, we will make our careers an idol. Our hopes, our dreams, our desires, our lust, other people, our children, our, our family. We will make anything an idol above God. Most importantly, we make ourselves. Because I think self is the heart of all idolatry. Idolatry is the exaltation. I always say sin is the exaltation of the I. Idolatry it, it's the it's the exaltation, it's the worship, it's the glorify, glorifying of self. 
will we worship AI or will we facilitate AI in a way to worship ourselves? Because I think many people are already facilitating and using the creator of the universe as a simple way to worship themselves. Love to get your thoughts? Email me, newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. That's newsif at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening. Love to get your thoughts and input on this very interesting reality which we find ourselves in 2024. God bless.